From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 474 for the week of July 26th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. Coming up on Tuesday, Mary Jo takes a day six drive to some beaches and cities near LAX, including Redondo Beach and San Pedro. Plus Pedro. the team, Pedro, Pedro, whatever, <laughs> it's California. Plus the team has all of the information you need to know about the upcoming D23 Expo all in one place. But right now it's time for this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And hello to our friends listening live on Mixler every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Um, Mary Jo is traveling. Actually, she is doing one of her day six adventures that she talked about. She's up in uh, Sequoia National Forest, I think, this weekend. She's so. in, yes, she's in Sequoia. Um, again, <laughs> listen, listen and chat with, with folks live on Mixler. Um, link is in the show notes page at disunplug.com or all over Facebook. Um, any housekeeping? I have a couple. Okay, go ahead. One is one's a well, actually both are follow ups. One is a follow up okay. to um, when Nancy on a previous show talked about how um, Bell Services now does mailing services at the right, yeah. We use yeah. that. Uh, actually, couple- I think we talked about she talked about in that in the shopping show, oh, okay, right? Okay, right. Yes. Yeah. We t- we use that service and and just be prepared to pay top rate for it. Um, oh, I'm sure. What oh, happened yeah. was we we needed to ship some stuff back before we flew out to Orlando for the seven and seven back in May. And we, so anyway, they, they have basically one box, one size box at the Grand. And it was like twice the size that we needed. They did box everything up for us. They did not give us any options on, you know, the type of, you know, shipping we wanted. They, okay. they, they just, they did, they didn't even, t- of course, they didn't know how much it would be or anything. You just, Give them your credit card and hope for the best. <laughs> Surprise. And it was two day air, which is not what we would have chosen. And it was like $75 to mail just a few things that we would have been happy, you know, being put on a truck and, you know, driven up our way. So, so just keep in mind that, that it may be expensive or maybe uh-huh. they've streamlined it a little and, you know, maybe be prepared to ask questions and maybe tell them how you want it shipped. You know, and all that, because they just said, oh, we'll take care of it and sort of whisk it <laughs> off, you know. So uh, nice. on the last show, I mentioned that, you know, we did the 60th anniversary pressed pennies. Oh. And I wanted to let folks know who want to do this, what your investment will be for it. <laughs> now, now, it's not just pennies anymore. So, right. so in the 60th anniversary collection, there are six quarters so that you can press. So that's a dollar fifty. But then you pay a dollar for the, I don't know, the pressing fee. So, so that's six dollars total. Then there are 33 pennies. And that's, so that's 33 cents right there. And, 
and then okay. the fifty cents uh, pressing uh, fee. So that's sixteen dollars and fifty cents. So the total coins you'll use is twenty four dollars and thirty three cents. Now, if you want to get that lovely sixtieth um, anniversary book, folder, right? Yeah. right, which is really cute. It's it it's yep. it's very much like the the regular press penny folder, but it's a little longer. Has little Mickey ears on it and all that. That's eight ninety five, and that's a really good a really good way of figuring out where the press penny machines are in the shops. Is they're going to have a basket of those on the top um, of the press penny machine, and <laughs> we noticed that um, tourists from the exotic Far East thought that those were like brochures. And that you could just take them for free, <laughs> and um, they it had to be explained to them that no, you actually had to pay for them. So anyway, so that folder is um, eight dollars and ninety five cents, and in tax is seventy two dollars. So your total investment is thirty four dollars, which actually for all the press press coins right. you get, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. And you get you know you get you have a nice little souvenir, and all Very that. Cool. Plus, we met a lot of people along the way. Where we chatted with, told them about the brochure, because they don't put out the brochure, you have to ask for it, that will show you where all the press penny machines are. And that's actually a nice little souvenir in itself. So they'll go behind the counters and get you the brochure. They don't put it out. So um, so it was a lot of fun. So I, I heartily recommend that for people okay. that, um, you know, go to Disneyland regularly and, you know, need something to do. Uh-huh. Well, I was just impressed because the brochure now is an actual brochure. Right. It's it's three, co- you know, actually four color folded and, you know, the whole nine yards. They used to, in fact, as of the beginning of this year, they used to give you a photocopy. Right. That's what we were prepared a sta- for. That was stapled together. Right. And then when we asked for one, they said, oh, we have a brand new brochure. And they had to go rifling around for it and they found it. So anyway, yeah, so it's nice. Cool. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, let's see. A couple follow-ups. Uh, last week on the 22nd, or, yeah, the, the Halloween party tickets went on sale to annual pass holders. And this Wednesday, the 29th, tickets go on sale to everyone else. So if you want to get your tickets for Mickey's Halloween party at Disneyland Park, you want to do that quickly before the day you want sells out. Again, tickets are already on sale for annual pass holders, uh, DVC, and Disney Visa card holders. So, um, also follow up with the email I read last week about the Wonderground Gallery. I did get one email from another listener who also had an issue with something from the Wonderground Gallery. This particular listener, um, Bought a piece of autographed art, took the one that was already in the box, and had it shipped to the listener's home. When the listener opened the box, the autograph was smudged. Wow. So, th- they got it taken care of, but still, that's again what what um, their email said last week, was that they had trouble with the packing procedures. So... Something to keep an eye on. Again, if you have had any issues or, or anything or comments about the Wonderground Gallery, let us know. We want to we want to keep following up on this. Again, if you want to contact us, it's dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. And once again, show notes page is disunplugged.com. Uh, 
Um, any other housekeeping? Tony and I drove by, uh, what, Great Wolf Lodge. And, uh, we, we didn't see what you saw. We, we um, I, th- I think you misunderstood what we said because it still looks the same and all of the, there's, there's pipes and everything coming out of the, of the wall. And I just think it looks bad. That's just me. Oh, okay. Well, it's construction. No, it's not construction. It's oh. water slides coming out the front of the building. Well, that's interesting. In some kind of weird ways, it's like water. It's like you know the uh, the aqueduct coming off the side. Yeah, of the it's kind of like that. But then, the, which isn't quite as bad. But then they have the big cone-looking toilet bowl-looking thing that's that you slide into and spin around in. They have that right on, on right on Harbor Boulevard. So it's just it's just I don't know. I, it's I unusual. Like it. It's not it's Disney. Unusual. Well, no, and this also isn't Great Wolf Lodge because normally they're all all the all the slides are in, indoors, inside the buildings. I so. wonder if it's because they just don't have the room. Maybe because I don't know. that it's, seemed it's, like it's a, a huge, huge, huge hotel. Yeah, but I got the impression from photos I've seen of people who have posted photos and videos of the ones back east. They mm-hmm. seem like they're sprawling. Okay. And okay. I, I don't get Great the impression this one here is. Great Wolf Lodge is mostly in places where they have winter, so they need to operate all year round. Right. I wonder if this design change is somebody's bright idea saying, woo, this because, is Southern, oh, California. Southern California. Right, yeah. So that's probably what it is. Oh. It's not a, necessarily a smart thing because they're going outside their branding and their, their design. <laughs> right, right. It's kind of like if Disney would all of a sudden decide to do, you know, some kind of weird design. That they would didn't normally do. Not that they're above that. Okay. Well, uh. no, but I mean, they they have a formula. Yeah. And they'll only go so far outside mm-hmm. the formula mm-hmm. before they don't consider themselves Disney. Right. So. Awesome. Any other housekeeping? No. All right. Um, Tony, no. you ready? You ready with the news? Yes, I am. Awesome. Go for it. Okay, we have two kind of stories. Okay. Not long. Okay, so first we have... Things have quieted down after the 60s. <laughs> yes, they've all decided to go away. So the Disneyland Resort hosted the Flame of Hope for the Special Olympics, which made its way through 127 cities and communities in California en route to the Special Olympics World Games opening ceremonies in Los Angeles. And the torch was shining brightly, even though it was raining. Yes, it rained in Southern California. And it went through... Main Street USA and downtown Disney. So it was the um, part of the final legs for the Flame of Hope. And just to let people know, there's 30,000 volunteers, including including Disney volunteers that are supporting the Special Olympics World Games. Very cool. So we're actually going Saturday. Nice. We nice. are we are um, accompanying our friend, um, our friend's daughter, who is celebrating her tenth birthday as a cheerer. That's what she wanted to do for her tenth birthday. I think that Scarlet is pretty darn awesome, and so that's what we're going to do. Very excited. I'm looking forward to. It. I love Special Olympics. Excellent. Next story: Disneyland Resort has purchased. 1515 and 1585 South Manchester Avenue for $48 million. It was the 158,000 plus square foot building on the land 
will be used for office and warehouse support for the two Anaheim theme parks, hotels, and entertainment venues. According to the Anaheim Planning Department, the property is along the south side of the I-5 freeway near South Clementine. When that that's the land we speculate will be the parking structure, right? I think so. Yeah. The billions of dollars that they're going to spend. All right. God, it is a slow news week. Anything else in the news? They're, they're getting uh, ready for D23 Expo. Yeah. yeah so they can announce quiet. everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> did, did you guys notice that the first Disneyland uh, million dollar dazzle gift go, went to Girl Scouts of Orange County's Comrades oh, Outreach right. Program? I talked about that, yes. Yep. Yes. Um, okay, so this, I, I know what I want to talk Sorry, about. Sorry, I was aiming for something. <laughs> no, I know. No, Diamond Days. Has anybody heard about anybody winning something from that? No, and I keep, I was commenting on that to Carol. You know, it'd be really nice if we knew that somebody was winning. Right. Didn't some, um, didn't a married couple win something? Um, like it was a pair of honeymooners. They were, yeah, I saw but a that's, picture that's of somebody. The only, that's the only thing that I've seen. You know, I mean, as many people are on the Diz boards and I haven't seen anybody posting about somebody winning the, the, any, anything at, for Diamond Days. Right. Now, aren't there daily prizes as well as weekly daily prizes? Daily prizes, weekly prizes, I mean, yeah. you'd think they'd have a website somewhere that's listing all these. Yeah, yeah. Is anybody yeah. actually even playing them? Mm, no, because you have to, well, you, for the daily prizes, you have to be in the park. Right. But I mean, for the other prizes. Oh, yeah. Uh, how do you, I mean, are you guys even playing them? I'm not playing no, it. I no. wasn't, I'm not entirely sure how, and I know Mary Jo went through that. You have to, yeah, you have to text in. Oh, so, okay, so uh, Nikki says that she has some people that won. All right, uh, time for rapid fire. Let's start with Michael. Okay, well, it's end of the month, so it is time to talk about what's going on at the Walt Disney Family Museum in August. They have a lot going on in August. So just a reminder, the two special exhibits I've talked about are running still. Um, Tomorrowland, Walt's vision for today, continues through December 7th. Disney and Dolly, Architects of the Imagination, is through January 3rd, 2016. And I think to fully appreciate this exhibit, you uh, you want to either really like Salvador Dolly or at least want to learn about him. Um, anyway, there, there's there's precious little on Walt Disney and, and quite a bit on Salvador Dolly. Um, the film screening is, uh, there's two films this month, Sleeping Beauty, the um, classic, and Sword in the Stone. Um, these are playing daily in August, except every Tuesday, because the museum is closed. They also have another film screening that goes with the Disney and Dolly film series. Um, it's Mark's Brothers um, Animal Crackers. And you might wonder, what does this have to do with um, Salvador Dolly? Um, he thought the Marx Brothers uh, were American surrealists. He, um, Dolly described Harpo as the one with the curly hair whose face is that of persuasive and triumphant madness. So anyway, so that's, uh, so that's something that would be fun to see. And also Destino, the, the Disney short that Dolly at least started with Disney and it was completed decades later by Roy Disney, um, will also play. And that's Sunday, August 2nd, 16th and 30th at 1.30. And, um, all these films are free for members or with museum admission. Um, 
without museum admission, $7 for adults, $5 youth. The Little Open Studios is build a boat that floats in Frontierland. And it's the theme is the Mark Twain, and you can use popsicle sticks and other recycled materials to construct a riverboat of your very own. And they're even going to have a small river so that you can float your boat um, down it. And that's for the little ones, for the teens and adults. The open studio with stop-motion shorts. Um, you can do quick-drawing cowboys, leaping lizards, and rambling tumbleweeds to set the scene. You can pick a background from Frontierland and create a claymation character. And then you can make your own stop-motion animation short based on the Wild West. You want to check the schedule because um, Walt Disney Family Museum Summer Camp is running. And so certain um, dates, the, the studio's are um, not open because of summer camp. But for the most part, it's every Saturday, Sunday, and Monday in August. It's free with admission or for members. Um, the talk, this is an event. It was just announced. It will most likely be sold out by the time this show goes up, but you can try. This is behind the scenes of Walt's vision for today. It goes along with the exhibition, Tomorrowland Walt's vision for today. The guest curator and film director, Brad Bird, you may know him from many Pixar films, presents an in-depth presentation of Walt Disney as a technological innovator, futurologist, and great leader. So what you can do is um, he's going to talk about Walt's original concept for Tomorrowland and the revolutionary rebuild of 1967. And um, so there's going to be a lot of rare video footage and, and all of that. And that is going to be Saturday, August 1st at 1 and 3 p.m., Brad Bird will be doing a signing at 5 p.m. for program ticket holders. Just a word of caution this weekend, August 1st and 2nd, the Bay Area Rapid Transit System, or BART, their Transbay Tube, that is the tube that goes underneath San Francisco Bay, the trains that take everybody from the East Bay into San Francisco, is going to be closed. So that means traffic on the San Francisco Bay Bridge will probably be extraordinarily heavy, as well as all the ferry boats and all the other bridges leading into the city. So um, be careful there. Leave er really early. Um, they're having a school experience. This sounds really cool. Disney and Dolly for grades 6 to 12. And this is a special exhibit where they're going to, uh, students will analyze objects documenting Walt Disney's friendship and his eight-month professional partnership with modern artist Salvador Dali. And so the students are going to use the works of Disney and Dali as inspiration to create their own surrealist animation. And considering that so many schools no longer have, you know, um, art history and art education anymore, this sounds like a really unique opportunity. So this runs from August 31st all the way through December 18th. It is free for members or with paid admission, but you do have to register for it. So go on the museum's website to check that out. There's another talk, Disneyland at 60, the story of the Disneyland Hotel. Our friend of the Diz, Don Ballard, that I had a, a two-part interview with um, on our on the 60 Years of Disneyland series, is going to talk about um, the Disneyland Hotel and its history. He's also going to have a special guest, Alfred Nicholson, who supervised the construction of the hotel from 1960 through 1980. This is Saturday, August 8th. The 1 p.m. presentation is sold out. They've just added a 3 p.m. presentation. Those tickets go on sale the day the show goes up on Monday. <clears throat> um, I already talked about the special event, 
Charles Phoenix's big retro Disneyland slideshow. That is Saturday, August 22nd at 4 and 6 p.m. Another talk for Disneyland's 60th anniversary, Vintage Disneyland, with Disney legend Tony Baxter and Imagineer Josh Shipley. Um, Tony Baxter, I don't know where he gets this footage. He has very rare, um, never-before-seen footage of the early years of Disneyland. And he's shown it at the museum before. He's shown it at some of the D23 Expos. It is great. He has an incredible sense of humor as well. And so does Imagineer John Sh Josh Shipley, who's going to do this with him. So they're going to be looking at, um, you know, the, 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 the memorable early years of Disneyland. This is Saturday, August 29th at 11 a.m. It is at, uh, it's going to be at Lucasfilms. However, it is sold out currently, but I would say if you're really interested, get on the waiting list. Because um, for a lot of the, like I've said, a lot of sold out shows, um, people get in the day of because people don't show up or they call in to turn in their tickets. Um, also, for a short period of time, the Mouseketeer exhibit in the museum has been replaced with an exhibit on the original Golden Horseshoe Review. So if you're at the museum, be sure to check that out. And that's August at the Walt Disney Family Museum. Ta-da! All right. Thank you, Michael. Um I was monitoring the chat room while you were while you were going through that, and there is another Great Wolf Lodge apparently in Washington that the the slides go outside the building and the funnels outside the building. Um, I you know I don't know that I have a problem with with the slides going outside the building. I have the problem with them being right on Harbor Boulevard as you pass by. I think that's more. That's more the issue than them being outside the building. Okay, I'm done. Stepping down from the soapbox. I will go next. Okay, well, are the people outside the building, too, or just the... What do you mean, the people? What people? Well, like, do you have to go outside the building to experience the attraction? No, 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 no. no. The, the slides start in the building and loop go outside out. and go back in. Okay, I, that's not near as bad as, you know, having no, no, no wand no. outside. No, but they... They're, it's right on Harbor Boulevard. You you drive by and you see these slides. I know. It, it might add to the excitement. Ooh, am I going to get hit by a car? I don't know that you can see out of a hard <laughs> These slides. Slide, yes. Okay, well, I'm moving on now. Okay, move right. on. M rapid fire. Keep My that turn. beef till next week. Yeah, exactly. Um, our friends at City Race are returning to Disneyland. Um, they've been absent this year. But they are returning to Disneyland Resort this fall. The original city race, Disneyland, will take place October 18th. And the one that they premiered last year, City Race Disneyland 2, Mickey's Magical Map, uh, will be held December 6th. Now, if you register before August 8th, you can save $10 off the retail price. And I think it's Forty-seven fifty, so it'll be thirty-seven fifty. Remember, you must have Disneyland Resort admission to participate, and these start at like eight o'clock in the morning and go till, if I remember correctly, it's mid-afternoon. Um, but these are cool uh, scavenger hunts that take place in the parks. So, um, very cool. All right, uh, Nancy. Okay. Well, since Tony talked to us earlier about the Special Olympic World Games that are this weekend, I figured it's about time that we should talk about all those day six opportunities for LA for August. 
It is, of course, that time of the month. Anyway, um, well, I'm going to start off. Well, at least she warned us. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm too old for that. Um, okay, so we've got a lot of stuff even starting this weekend. So if you were around, one of them even has a Disney connection. Um, the new Original Works Festival starts off this Thursday, July 30th, at the Roy and Edna Disney um, Cal Arts Theater, and at, which is also known as Red Cat. And what the new original works festival is, is it's um, all kinds of uh, performances for the stage, dance, theater, music, multimedia. There's three weekends. A festival pass is $40, and that goes through Saturday, August 15th. Also this weekend, if you want to go down to Huntington Beach, like Mary Jo talks about in her day sixes, and I think, did we cover that on this week's? I don't remember. I don't know if that was this <laughs> week's or this time's or last time's. Um, but Huntington Beach is hosting the U.S. Open of Surfing. So if you're a big surf fan or if you're, you know, wanting to hit a day at the beach, keep in mind that Huntington Beach is going to be very busy this weekend. Um, also this week, this weekend is hard summer at the Fairplex and you've got Chemical Brothers, Jack U and all kinds of other, um, electronic and, uh, interesting, uh, really good, um, musical acts um they even have uh dance music hip-hop four stages lots of raving pleasures um there are next weekend we start getting into uh case kcrw's 24-hour radio race we get into the unique la summer mar market which is really super cool it's at the california market center downtown and it is um more than your upscale it, it is a more than your usual craft fair, it is a very upscale um, craft fair with 350 hand-selected designers and artists. Um, tickets are $10, include free drinks and snacks. Um, and that sounds like a lot of fun. That's uh, August 8th and 9th. Uh, Culver City is having um, a bike event a bicycling event um, inspired by the first uh, Cicliovias in Bogota, Colombia. Uh, welcomes bikes, trikes, skateboarders, strollers, and smiles, is what they say. Um, and so they have street performers, food trucks, all kinds of stuff like that. Descanso Gardens is having its Lakeside Lounge on August 12th through August 19th. The D23 Expo! Who knew that that was on August's list of things to do in the <laughs> L.A. area? Um, all the cool kids will be there. I know, right? The Burbank Comedy Festival is a big showcase. Um, it's at Flappers Comedy Club um, in the heart of beautiful downtown Burbank, Sunday, August 16th through Saturday, August 22nd. All kinds of top headliners, um, Adam Carolla, Tom Green, a bunch of others. Um, there's the FYF Fest, um, which is basically... Um, it's very anti-establishment. You can look it up. It's at the Los Angeles Sports Arena, August 22nd, 23rd. The Pageant of the Masters, which um, 
Mary Jo has talked about um, quite a bit on, uh, and I think she did a day six on that, didn't she? Um, sure, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. in Laguna Beach yeah, and yeah, yeah. in other areas, um, but that's where most of it is. That's where they basically do live paintings mm-hmm. or living paintings, and that is going through um, Monday, August thirty first. So there you go. That's a quick, basic rundown of some things that are happening around the LA area. Awesome. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, Tony. Okay, Discovery Science Cube's got some new stuff. Yay! For the summer, the International Exhibition of Sherlock Holmes is running until September 7th. Interactive Experience combines science with history and culture to bring to life the historic underpinnings of Arthur, 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 Sir Arthur, (laughs) Sir Arthur Conan Doyle stories. Um, Visitors will learn how Sherlock Holmes, a scientific expert, used seemingly trivial observations of clues others missed to solve the most puzzling of mysteries. It is an extra price. It's online promotion of $5 if you're a non-member, um, $10 if you're there. Um, so that's an extra fee for that. And then they finished their expansion. Uh, mission Control, you can land a rover on Mars and a satellite up to space. I'm going to go fast. Helicopter tour, soar, soar over Orange County in a virtual helicopter and learn about the flora and fauna that makes up Irvine Ranch. Um Inspector Training Course, Peterson Healthy Kitchen is coming soon still. There's a theater and exhibition hall, a water gallery, and then the Sherlock Holmes exhibit. So a lot of new stuff at the Science Center, and people should go check it out. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump from Disneyland. Have you noticed Sherlock Holmes is starting to become a thing again? You know, with the the series on BBC America, and then... And now there's a film coming out with Ian Holmes, I believe, that looks really good. And then that ex- that that's exhibit at the Discovery Cube. So I, I'm in, I'm reading some of the original Sherlock Holmes stories. They're really good. I really recommend people read them. They're actually very short, so you can easily read them. You know, very quickly. I'm I'm a big fan of Encyclopedia Brown. So <laughs> those are fun too. <laughs> they were fun. We used to read those a lot. Actually, my my grandfather was an Erie Stanley Gardner. Oh, Perry Mason. Didn't he write those? Uh, I think he oh, wrote. Oh, it's Ian McClellan. I was corrected, not Ian Holmes. Thank yeah, you. You were close. <laughs> Nobody's it was know. Ian. Anyway. <laughs> it was Ian. Some British Ian. It doesn't eliminate many. Um,. All right. What else we need to talk about? Um, we talked. To, well, we t- we talked last week about was it last week? Week before about the during the 60th people dressed up, and we were comparing that to Dapper Day. Just want to throw out that the regular, the real Dapper Day, um, the the fall event is coming up September 18th. So put that on your calendar. Um, this is the one that's an evening event, not not a whole weekend event. So if you are going to be in the Disneyland Resort on September 18th. Dress up. Wear a bow tie. Unless you're a girl, then wear... Don't wear a bow tie. Don't wear a bow tie. Uh, also, we're doing a show about the D23 Expo this week. Um, just to mention again that the Diz will be at the D23 Expo with a huge booth for the Diz, the Diz Unplugged, and Dreams Unlimited Travel. Um, some of your favorite Orlando podcasters will be there. 
some of your least, least favorite Disneyland podcasters will be there. Hey, talk for yourself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll have a couple travel agents from Dreams Unlimited travel there. And we will be broadcasting live uh, a couple times a day. Uh, the uh, at, at this point, it looks like we will be broadcasting live at 1 o'clock and 6 o'clock every day, bringing you the highlights of the morning and the evening, or the morning and the afternoon. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it should be a great time. Hope to see a lot of you there. Please, please, please stop by if you are at the expo. Stop by and say hello, because we'd love to meet you. And and I heard them say on the Orlando show, if you are a Dreams Unlimited travel uh, Ooh, client. client, you get something. They have something for you. Ooh, so make sure you stop on by the booth. Swag. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Anybody have anything else? Uh, uh, Tony and I ate, ate a bunch this weekend, so we've got uh, some great reviews coming up for you. Uh, we've got the, we're going to talk about, in a couple weeks, talk about the new bonfire buffet over at PCH Grill. And um, I think a couple weeks after that, Tony's going to talk about, what is it, the breakfast where, Tony? The resorts? Yes. Yes, the breakfast of the resorts. All the counter service breakfast at the three resort hotels. So Tony is full of breakfast. machaca and what was it? <laughs> uh, yeah. so. What's machaca? Shredded beef, right? Yes, shredded oh. beef with eggs. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I thought it was boom chaka chaka. <laughs> yeah, that too. That too. Any questions, any questions from the chat room? Since we we have a little bit of time, somebody wanted to know if Dapper Days was a Diz thing. It is not a Diz no. event. It's an it's an unofficial event sponsored by some dude that created the account DapperDay.com. dot mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just an unofficial event that he encourages people to dress up, and it's. But we like to have Diz meets at on. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We but, do like to have Diz meets at it. But it, but it's not it's not a Diz event. It's just an unofficial no. event like Gay Days or any of the other. Unofficial events that happen at the Disneyland Resort. More hotel reviews. I we just did a hotel review. Steve, Steve, Steve travel. Steve R wants some more hotel reviews. Mm-hmm. Just um, did I one just on the window. Wind, I just did the window. Um, I know I'm in. I have like three hotels reviews from now. Is going to be the courtyard, not the new courtyard, but the old courtyard. Um, I do want to get into the new courtyard. Um, but I, I looked and it was booked up because it's brand, brand new or else it's not done yet. And, um, cause it was supposed to be open, right? It's not open yet. Is it Tony? Do you mm. know you drove by there, right? No, I don't know if it's open. Okay. Cause it was supposed to open July 17th. So best viewing, viewing spot for paint the night. I, I don't think there is a bad, bad spot for paint the night and Disneyland forever. Uh, uh. Um, who was I? Paint the night. I wouldn't stand where we stood. <laughs> okay, don't stand where we stood. <laughs> um, we Tom when Tom and I saw it together, we were right, almost at the interchange of we were, the hub yeah, and the. You know, we were kind of in between Pix- the pathway Hollow, that cuts yeah, to Snow White. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's right there by a change in audio. Yeah. So well, that's an that, audio change point as it actually enters into the hub circle. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I would say, if you're going to pick along the side of the castle, I would go up more towards the Alice Potties. Yeah. And um, we, we, we really only noticed it at the very beginning, but it was, it was weird to start with. Um, 
but I love, I kind of like that spot for Disney on Forever because my favorite, some of my favorite effects yeah. were the, were the stuff on the Matterhorn. Yeah. No, I would say that's a great place. So I would, I would like move towards the hub with the end of the parade yeah. and then kind of plop in there. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched it from, you know, from Small World and then you only see the big starbursts there, but right. the, the projections on, on it's a small world are fantastic and that's a great place i you know i first i watched um, paint the night because it mm-hmm. exits right from there so that was a great spot and then we immediately saw the fireworks i've seen it twice from basically town square the disneyland forever and also paint the night paint the night the problem in town square is all the audio just sort of sort of bumps up against each other because oh, yeah. You know, they, they, it's so all the floats are, Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and also the floats are so close together, too. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, from from the town square area, you if you just want to see all the effects along Main Street and then the castle in the distance, it that's a great view. You okay. can see everybody that's flying above the, you know, above the castle and all that. And then we watched it where you guys watched it. And um, and that's a great spot. And then there was one other spot we watched it from. Oh, we watched it more from the hub, but we had a Matterhorn view. And yeah, the effects, what they do with the Matterhorn is amazing. Mm-hmm. So. Um, somebody's asking about the first two weeks of September, how busy will the parks will be? Probably light because that's right before Halloween starts. So Matterhorn's down. I'm not Matterhorn, sorry. Haunted Mansion's down. And yeah. Yeah. But but again, there's. Well, will Space you know, Mountain this, be down because of it's, the Halloween overlay? It only goes down for like a, two days. Okay. Yeah, it does. I mean, all like, they have to do is put up this little sign, yeah. DVD scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, they this, probably have those wall-mounted DV, uh, yeah, flat-screen TVs. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they. I think it's all there. I think they just like, turn it on. Yeah, turn it on. Flip a switch. Mm-hmm. Change out the sigh. Sign. So, what about Frontierland for fireworks? I know if you see it from new orleans square i've seen the fireworks i don't think the view for the fireworks is that terrific because you see them sideways so you see the side of all the layers that you um so it's interesting but they are doing projections on the water screens right of the fantastic water screens. so i think that too? would be interesting i thought that i thought i heard that they were doing fire effects and yeah stuff and, and, see, and we, we wanted to get there to see that but um that was one of the nights they canceled Fantasmic. So uh, anyway, so we didn't get to see it. Right. So um, does it, you know, and it seemed to me that are they, do you think they're shooting the fireworks higher than they used to? Or are they just larger, larger bursts? Larger, I, larger and more colorful bursts. Yeah. Cause it, they just seem much more grand for some reason. Yeah. Well, I know uh, Steve Davidson was made a point of saying that they went shopping and bought all new shells mm-hmm. and you know, everything's, if things brand new and, and you know, maybe they finally found a different manufacturer or different. Yeah, maybe because I mean, it really fills the sky and it, everything just seems bigger. I mean, because the fireworks they've been using are how, I mean, not, not that they're that old, but the style for remember dreams come true goes back 10 years. Right. So Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure technology and and all yeah. that has improved in yeah. ten years. They can make hearts and flowers and different yeah. smiley faces. 
Has a different fireworks spread out the crowds much? No. <laughs> no. Nope, it's so packed. It's horrible, yeah, actually. Yeah. No. Well, and, and I think the combination of a new parade at 8.50 and fireworks at 9.30 yeah. make it make it that way. Because people are lining up, what, three hours in advance actually, for, four, the, for parade? Four yeah. hours. Yeah, they they see they see um, sensational and just stay. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, I had something to bring up. Um, have you guys heard about the new Raptor encounter at Universal Studios Hollywood? We were trying to find find some. There's video. I watched video now. It's interactive, right? Yeah. Yeah. It gee, doesn't that sound really familiar? (laughs) Except a dinosaur instead of or a different dinosaur. Yeah, a A different dinosaur. Yeah, dinosaur, not a scary dinosaur. I was trying to figure out if the noises came out over the speaker, you know, the dinosaur roars, or if it was coming from the dinosaur. But I couldn't tell from the recording. So that's actually, um, let me see where, um, that is actually, I think it's near, um, obviously it's near Jurassic yeah, Park, kind of right line. at the, down yeah. at the bottom, yeah. at, down at the bottom area. Um, oh, and if you, uh, if you like fun articles on business and you're into the Motley Fool, they have a really good article on, uh, Universal Studios, um, and Comcast giving Disney, uh, a run for its money. Yeah. They've been talking a lot about that on the Orlando show, too. The interesting thing about the Jurassic Park encounter is remember the Disney version, which was a long time ago. He had he was he carried he dragged a cart behind him because that's the battery. That was the battery. Right. I was trying to figure out, is this a is there somebody in that little critter at Universal or have they really improved mobile audio animatronics to that point? Where he, they don't really need those improved. large external batteries anymore. Well, look how sm- I mean, look how small the cart for Remy is. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and and look at how it progressed down to Wally even. Mm-hmm. So you could easily, easily hide in the belly, hide it in the belly of that bugger. Yeah. Because it's not that he. I mean, it's big, but it's it's not that small. Yeah, it was impressive though. I thought. Yeah. Very cool. We're going to have to go over and see it. All right, folks. Thank you all. Thank you for all those in chat listening live. We appreciate you. Hope to see you next week. That is going to do it for this segment of the Disney Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.